Hey, smuts. What up? Welcome back to Not Your Mother's Book Club. I did it that time. I know. It's usually me. You always... You know, I took the reins today. I was feeling it. That's fine. She's feeling dominant. I know. I'll be your sub. Uh, get on the... Nope. She already fucked up. I already fucked it up. Wow. This is what happens when I have too much power. I just drop it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank God I'm here because I'll pick it up for you. Yeah. Um. Welcome to Not Your Mother's Book Club. We are a really fun, smexy podcast where I, Dharma, pick up a sexy book, a Harlequin romance novel, uh, whatever you want to call it, flip to the sex scene, and read it out loud for your pleasure. For my pleasure. For Michaela's pleasure. Um, yeah, and I'm Michaela. Um, I don't really have anything witty to say right now, but usually I'm the one that says something witty and then regrets it later. Welcome. <laughs> take a seat. Take a load off. Yeah. Grab a on, drink. Baby. baby, listen no. to our sexy voices. <laughs> I feel like we're um, we're really rusty. We haven't recorded in like two weeks because life is busy right now. We are booked and busy. And we have zero time for anyone. We got to schedule people into our lives. We're not busy we're just working <laughs> we haven't like been consistently working like this in two years because two of years. covid so now we're finally back at it and my because feet hate me panorama. and i'm tired yes this is true my body doesn't know how to be standing for uh 10 hours on yeah end. no she's usually used to me waking up putting on a cute outfit and then laying in bed <laughs> this is so accurate <laughs> maybe going for one 15 minute walk yeah and then you're like sweaty and tired after that and you're like oh great i did something <laughs> I was productive today, yeah. but now we're fucking hustling. Yeah, we're hustling, but we're making money. We're doing things. Yeah. And today we're going on a road trip. Road <sighs> trip. Yeah. The summer has been amazing so far. Yeah. I really feel we're we're never bored, which is all we can ask for. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's great. Good. And we're in beautiful British Columbia. There's so many beautiful things to look at Yeah, because I'm just, I'm surrounded by ugliness all day. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, I'm about I'm talking about me? you. <laughs> Just kidding. She's not kidding. Um, I'm a bag of trash. Hey, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Um. Anyways, can I tell a funny story before we start? I would love nothing more than to hear your funny story, Michaela. Okay, well, Dharma's already heard it, but I'm just going to say it again, and you can have reactions like you've never heard it before. What? I've never... You never tell me any of your funny stories. Good I job. I never know okay. anything that's going on in your life. <laughs> You're hired. Um, <laughs> okay, so a few nights ago, we went out for drinks. Uh, we're in a very small town in BC, so we were like, there's no club. We just want to party. Anyways, went out for drinks. These ladies saw us. They were like, you guys are beautiful. Come and drink with us. So we like met this random group of people. We were drinking with them all night. It was hella fun. And then this group of guys that were like at this table across from us who were in like their 40s, we started just yelling at them and there was heckling back and forth. One of them was from the UK. His name was Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> so, Aaron. So we're just Aaron. yelling Aaron all night at him. <laughs> I thought he was kind of cute. At the end of the night, we're talking. He had literally negative game. So awful. And I was watching from afar. He was literally just standing there. Yeah, just staring at me. Not saying anything. <laughs> I was like the one trying to lead the conversation. Not smooth. Like it was one of those things where like either he was like so drunk he didn't know what was happening yeah. or like just like 
negative game. Negative game, which is yeah. weird. No, I think it's accurate though. For guys that are a tiny bit attractive mm-hmm. or like have something like an accent mm-hmm. or are athletes, they like have something going for them. To rely on. They usually have negative game. Yeah. Because they have a crutch. Yeah. So he's like, I have an accent and I'm pretty. I don't have to do anything for my women. Anything. But I was like trying to make him work for it. Yeah. And he wasn't working. Anyways, so it's, it's the end he of the night. He already clocked out. Yeah, it's the end of the night. I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually really know my name. And he just looks at me and he goes, where'd you live? <laughs> like so aggressively out of nowhere. And I was just like, um, you want to know where I live? What? And he's like, sorry, where do you live? And I was like. It wasn't the way that you said it that was putting me off. It's the He's, fact that you're just yelling at me, asking me where I live. Yes, like, sir, I understood what you said, but I want to know why. I'm not having sex with you. You haven't even asked for my number. We haven't had a decent conversation. You're pretty, but I'm not coming home with you. And then the whole night he's like telling his friends like, okay, she's coming back with us. And I'm like, no, I don't even know you. No. So, and then, like, I have to take my child home. I was yeah. DD, so she was, like, a few drinks in, and I was, like, child, come, oh, come. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you live? Where'd you live? So Sorry. now we just, like, yell that at each other. I'm, yeah. like, Dama, can I ask you a question? Where'd you live? <laughs> oh, sorry. Where, Where do you live? <laughs> As if I didn't understand. Yeah. I understood. Sorry, sir. like, British is not a hard accent to understand. <laughs> Where'd you live? Also, he's like South England, so like very kind of more proper yeah, it's English. Very proper, yeah. So it's not like he's from fucking like but fuck nowhere North <laughs> Northern England, where yeah. it's like almost Scottish. Like it's fine. You're fine, Aaron. So, anyways, that's my story. I don't know if it really made any sense, but we've been like laughing about it for the past few days, just screaming, "Where'd you live? Where'd you live?" At the each thing other. about us is like when we find an inside joke, that's like. We laughed really hard at it one time. Mm-hmm. We exhaust it to the end of its life. Yeah. <laughs> and then we never speak of it ever again until yeah. like two years later. And we're like, remember when? <laughs> and then we bring it back. And then we, we bring just it like back. We, recycle. we recycle. We reduce, reuse, recycle jokes. Inside jokes. Absolutely. So the past like three days, it's just we've been saying it like 20 times a minute. Yeah. And Where'd it'll you be, live? It'll be out of nowhere. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> where'd you live? <laughs> Sorry. Where do you live? <laughs> Anyways, I really hope that everyone found that hilarious. Absolutely. um, Aaron, if you're listening. Aaron. Where do you live? Sorry. Where Where do do you live? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you want to hear what book? Speaking of British, you want to hear what book I brought today? (gasps) Is it British? It's a British book. Oh my God. (laughs) Look, my story was on brand. Uh, How did you know? Because I always know. My vagina is like a compass to your soul. How did we get to your vagina from here? (laughs) It's always about my vagina. Okay, great. Okay. Um, You want to hear what book I brought? I do. (laughs) Okay, so we're being hashtag famous this week. We're bringing in hashtag a famous sexy book. Oh my God, hashtag? Hashtag (laughs) famous. Disgusting. Um, Any guesses as to what it is? Um... It's super famous this year. Like, it blew up during the panorama. Like, as a book or as a series? Like a, like a TV show? It's Bridgerton. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen Bridgerton. I think I'm like the one person in the world that hasn't seen it. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. I've it's heard that good. the guy isn't really that attractive, so I'm... Here's the thing with the guy. 
And maybe this is controversial. Ooh, are we going to be controversial are we on be our controversial? show? I think he's, are we going to get canceled? <laughs> no, I think he's really hot. Like when I first saw him come onto the screen, I was like, oh my God, hello. Mm-hmm. Like tall, dark and handsome. Sure. Amazing. Yeah. The sex scene was not well choreographed. Oh. So as soon as he got like undressed and like start they started having sex mm-hmm. i was like this isn't sexy like this sex scene doesn't really turn me on oh so that's where i kind Why, of was lost it like, my attractiveness for him was it animalistic but like was, in a bad way it was like jack like Hammer, it was jack hammer george yeah okay okay with no foreplay Oh, no. Yeah, there was, like, one line that he, like, brought back. Oh. And that was the foreplay. And then it was Jack Hammer George. And she was like, ah. Okay. Yeah, it was – the sex scene was – could have been a 100 times better. Great. Was there only one sex scene in the entire series? Um, No, there was, a like, the first one, obviously, was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they had, like, a, like little montages, okay. you know, sure. like, throughout the show. Sure. Yeah. But that's my controversial opinion. I first, I thought the guy was hot and then he had sex with her and then I was like, no. Okay, great. So where would you rate that sex scene in like, let's just say the first Fifty Shades of Grey and then like also rate that with 365 days? Oh, no, it's on the bottom of that list. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, compared to Fifty Shades and 365 Mm -hmm. days. How would you rate it? How would you rank it? Oh, shit. Um... You can also put Outlander in there. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Outlander's the top one. Outlander's for shizzle. so hot. For shizzle, I haven't even seen it all, but the begin like I think I saw the first sex scene. I think it's in a barn. Yeah. No. Well, I don't remember. It's been a while. It's, it's been a very while. hot. It's very but, hot. Um, the thing is, is the I think it's the aesthetic of Outlander mm-hmm. that is really sexy. Like the cinematography yeah. is really good. Yeah. The color scheme is really good. Like mm-hmm. just the aesthetic of the tv show is sexy yeah whereas i feel like 50 shades and 365 days they're like trying to be sexy Mm -hmm. so it kind of misses the mark sure yeah you know what i mean and same with bridgerton like yeah i was never really drawn to bridgerton because it's not my cup of tea yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it as much as i love a corset Mm -hmm. i just find it too like oh i'm I am a woman and I don't know anything and I can't have sex. It's just like, it pisses me off. I'm like, just... it's very much that you quoted the book. Yeah. You like, literally it, quoted the it book. It really annoys me, to be honest. Yeah. So, like, that's why I was never really drawn to it, but, you know, to each their own. Yeah. But something like 365 days, because it's a little bit more like the movie is bullshit, but it's, awful. it's a little bit more racy and like aggressive sex. Yeah. So, I, that's, that's more of a turn on because it's more kinky, like, yeah black and red you know overtone i know what you're saying girl we all know what you're saying i'd probably rank it like outlander 365 50 shades and i haven't seen bridgerton so i can't yeah but i'm assuming by the way that you described it it would be on the bottom yeah she's the bottom she's the bottom (laughs) she's verse okay anyways now we just trashed the book we're gonna read the no, we trust the TV show. We're going to read the okay. first sex scene in the book Great. and see if it holds up to um, the hype. Great. Have you read the book? I read the book before, way before it was okay. a TV show. And then I was like, oh, because the book is actually called The Duke and I. Yes. But they called the TV show Bridgerton because that's the series. Oh, I understand. Yeah. She okay. made a series called the Bridgerton series and mm. it's like follows the family of the Bridgertons. Mm. Okay. So this one is called The Duke and I. Is there only one series of the TV show? 
So far, yeah. yeah. I feel they're like gonna do more. They're definitely slated for, yeah. for more series. Well, it was very popular. My mom watched it. Oh yeah. I was like baking in the kitchen while she's like watching yes. Smut. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, Mama. Mama's like, Strauss. Michaela, watch it with me. And I'm like, I am yeah. like, making a cake. <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> um, okay, so let me just read the back of the book for you. Great. Oh, I also watched 300. (laughs) Okay, funny story. I was at the cottage with my mom and she was like, I found this new movie on Netflix. We should watch it together. And I was like, okay. She puts on fucking 365 days and I didn't (laughs) know what it was. It looked like a thriller. Yeah. You know, like kidnapping, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. We sit down to watch it. He gets a blowjob in the airplane. That's like one of the first scenes. And it's so aggressive. The woman is like crying and choking on his dick. And I'm sitting there with my mother. And my mom is like, she's like, she's, you know, we're both uncomfortable. Like we're comfortable with each other. So it's fine. But we were both like, oh my God, this is too much. But we continue to watch it until the like. Until the scene when he's in like the red room with this with the hooker woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then it got to that point, and I was like, "Can we turn this off?" <laughs> Michaela reached her limit with my mother. Yeah, I reached my limit. Oh my god, that's we so funny. we found our line. Okay. There you go. Anyway, and ours is douching each other. So here's the back <laughs> of the book. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Great, I'm so ready. The cover is really boring. Yeah, this is... What is this post-it note on the front No, I know. Part? This is not the book that I read. Oh, okay. Um, this, was, this is like the Netflix zooped-up book version. And that's what they did? Literally awful. Come on, So it says on the front... Um, so Julia Quinn is the author. Hi, Julia. Um, it says on the front, Julia Quinn is truly our contemporary Jane Austen. And I really have an issue with this. And I think it's absolutely inaccurate. I don't mm-hmm. care. Y'all can at me. Jane Austen was a fucking queen of her era. And if anyone thinks that all she did was write romance novels, you need to do your research and you need to fuck right off. Sorry, I got really heated. That's okay. You're allowed to. (laughs) Dharma's like a huge Jane Austen lady. She has this book in her room that could kill someone. Like it's so big and it just has like everything of Jane Austen. Yeah, it's the complete collection of Jane Austen. And it's like one of those like big fairy tale books that you see in movies. That's like the size of your torso. It's really cute. Yeah, I really love it. It was a present from my mom. Nice. But if anyone ever says that Jane Austen only wrote romance novels, you need to be better, please. She's written a lot. You know, actually, fun fact, I've never read a Jane Austen book. She's good. Like, it's funny, and she's very tongue-in-cheek. All of it is just, like, commentary on society and, like, classism and all that stuff. And it's just... Feminism. Feminism. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I will one day. Maybe I'll get you to recommend. I have one of the books, but I've just never read it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that Emma's really good. Emma is good. It is good. It's probably one of the easier that and pride and prejudice are the easier ones i have to read. pride and prejudice yeah. yeah i've seen the movie i feel like that's my issue with books is once i've seen the movie i don't really want to read i know that i should totally. and i'm intrigued by the book totally. but i already know what's gonna happen and i can't focus yeah exactly okay here's the back of the book bridgerton bridgerton Duke and i by julia quinn all right in the ballrooms of regency london rules abound From their earliest days, children of aristocrats learn how to address an earl and curtsy before a prince, while other dictates are unspoken yet universally understood. A proper duke should be imperious and aloof. A young, marriageable lady should be amiable, but not too amiable. (laughs) Daphne Bridgerton has always failed at the latter. 
I have an issue with the name Daphne. Why? Because it just reminds me of Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? She is the OG Daphne. Yeah. And nobody else can have that name. This, this is accurate. No. The fourth of eight siblings in her close-knit family, she is universally admired for her kindness and wit. But no one truly desires her. Okay. <laughs> I see myself. I don't see myself. She is simply too honest for that. Too unwilling to play the romantic games required to captivate gentlemen. Oh, so she's a different woman. She is. Sparkle's different. She's different. <laughs> Amiability is not a characteristic shared by Simon Bassett, Duke of Hastings. I like the name Simon. Simon is a good name. It's a good last name, too. Bassett. Bassett. It reminds me of Chuck Bass, Gossip Girl. <laughs> XOXO. Gossip Girl. Girl. Um, Chuck Bass in Gossip Girl, he like toes the line of attractive and like just real. I think it's his fashion sense. Absolutely. There's something going on. You're I like, s- I'm really attracted to I'm your like, attitude. I don't know if you're attractive or just like too model. Sometimes yeah. when someone's too model, you're like scary. Like yeah. I will cut myself on your jaw. Yeah. Like <laughs> He really toes that line well. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> This book actually does have like XOXO Gossip Girl vibes. Yeah. Because at the beginning of every chapter is like an excerpt from the gossip column of the local newspaper. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I was like ish hearing snippets of the TV show with Yeah, my there's mother, like a narrator kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. There's like a, a gossip woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. She knew it, everyone. I knew it. I knew that one thing. <laughs> Recently returned to England from abroad. Simon shuns both marriage and society, just as his callous father shunned him. Okay. That's his dark and twisted past. Nice. He has daddy issues. This really reminds me of Love is Blind. Yes. Because the guy comes back and he's like, I am not marriage, blip, 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 blip. Yeah, absolutely. This really gives me the vibes. Except for the woman isn't blind. (laughs) She's not. She's not literally blind. (laughs) Michaela, there's a line in here that you will fucking die. You will fucking die. Because it's love is blind. Oh, God. Yet an encounter with his best friend's sister offers another option. If Daphne agrees to a fake courtship, Simon can deter the mamas who parade their daughters before him. Daphne, meanwhile, will see her prospects soar. Is Daphne not supposed to be pretty? Is that the whole concept here? No, Daphne's pretty sure just her personality isn't like... English Rose. It's not like demure, like classic rich woman London. I I was about to get really mad because I was like, the chick in the TV show is gorgeous. Yeah. So fucking hate it when books do that. Yeah. The plan works like a charm at first, but amid the glittering, gossipy, cutthroat world of London's elite, there is only one certainty. Love ignores every rule. Ugh. What a dumb one-liner. That's really gross. That's your tramp stamp. <laughs> Get the fuck out. That is so accurate. Love ignores every rule. You would have that with like a little butterfly like fluttering off at the end. Oh my God. And, and it would like have like nice stars, cursive. like sparkles, like those like cursive like flower vines yeah. around it. Yeah. And it would have like a tiara on top. No. <laughs> no, I'm not gaudy. I'm like flowery romance. Okay. And I'm hell. Yeah, I would never have a tiara. (laughs) That is repulsive to me. Okay, are you ready to jump in? Do I need to like explain anything to you? No, don't explain anything. I understand. She is a woman who's not demure and he's a man that's like, 
fuck marriage. And then they find each other and they're like, we're going to pretend to be married to trick everyone. And then they're like, actually, I want to fuck you. And then the gossip woman's like, actually, they want to fuck each other. And now they're going to fuck each other. Yeah. Great. So the plan is that like him courting Daphne will get rid of all the yeah. the trophy mamas. Yeah. And Daphne courting Simon will make her seem more desirable. Yeah. And then they just fall in love. Great. Actually, no, this is not what happens. Isn't they, there another guy that like wants Daphne or something? That's just the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there there is, but not as specific as in the TV show. Mm. They like have a hot and heavy makeout sesh mm. one night mm-hmm. and her brother catches them oh. and is like, you will marry my sister because that's what... Yes, I saw this yeah. episode. Well, yeah. snippets of that episode. Yeah. You dishonor my sister, you're going to marry her. And Great. Simon says, no, uh-huh. I'm not going to marry and her. And then Daphne gets mad. No, Daphne's brother uh-huh. is like, Simon, I will challenge you to a duel because you won't marry my sister. Great. And then they're going to go for a duel. Okay. And then Daphne runs into the duel in the middle of the morning. Like, Why are you running? 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And she's like, stop. And then convinces Simon to marry her. Simon lies to her and says he can't have children mm. because he doesn't want children. Okay. But because she's an ignorant female who doesn't know anything, yeah. she just assumes he's impotent. Okay, great. That he can't get it up. Sure, so but this, he can. But he can. Yeah. And that's the drama. But we're not there yet in the book, technically. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. We're after the duel, she convinced Simon to marry her, and it's their wedding night. Nice. Yeah. I had two men have a duel over me. In fucking kindergarten. <laughs> with Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yeah, and then I had to hold one of their hands at carpet time. You didn't even have a say. I didn't have a say. Did well, you run in the middle of the night and say, no? No, I, me. I just kind of watched it from afar and I was like, that's my future. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Okay. okay, here we go. Your mother, Simon choked out. Surely no man had ever suffered so on his wedding night. Your mother told you I'm impotent. Is that the word for it? Daphne asked curiously. And then, at his thunderous glare, she hastily added, No, no, she didn't say it in so many words. What? Simon asked, his voice clipped. Did she say exactly? Now he has to, like, show her up. Yeah, he's got to, like, be macho, macho. Yeah, I love it when men do their little, like, cock strut. Yeah. (laughs) It's the most hilarious thing ever. (laughs) Because it never works. Yeah, they're trying to, like, be cool. Yeah. Well, not much, Daphne admitted. It was rather annoying, actually. But she did explain to me that the marital act, she called it an act? Isn't that what everyone calls it? He waved off her question. What else did she say? She told me that the, uh, whatever it is you wish to call it. Simon found her sarcasm oddly admirable under the circumstances. Is related in some manner to the procreation of children, and... Simon thought he might choke on his tongue. In some manner? Well, yes, Daphne frowned. She really didn't provide me with any specifics. Clearly. She did try her best. Daphne pointed out, thinking she ought at least to try to come to her mother's defense. It was very embarrassing for her. After eight children, he muttered, you'd think she'd be over that by now. Yeah, accurate. Accurate. I don't think so, Daphne said, shaking her head. And then when I asked her if she participated in in this, 
She looked up at him with an exasperated expression. I really don't know what else to call it but an act. Go right ahead, he said with a wave, his voice sounding awfully strained. Daphne blinked with concern. Are you all right? Just fine, he choked. He's not fine. You don't sound fine. His masculinity is under attack. <laughs> his masculinity is under attack. <laughs> <laughs> he waved his hand some more, giving Daphne the odd impression that he couldn't speak. Oh yeah, his dark and twisted past. If you've seen the TV show, you know what it is. But his he has a stutter. Oh, okay. And instead of like nurturing him and helping him, his dad like silenced him silenced his voice nice and so his whole thing growing up was like i'm gonna show my dad that i'm fine <laughs> so he overcame his stutter okay but it comes out every once in a while as a stutter yeah does. when he's stressed yeah yeah well she said slowly going back to her earlier story i asked her if that meant she'd participated in this act eight times and she became very embarrassed and you asked her that simon burst out the words escaping his mouth like an explosion. Well, yes. Her eyes narrowed. Are you laughing? No, he gasped. Her lips twisted into a small scowl. You certainly look as if you're laughing. Simon just shook his head in a decidedly frantic manner. Well, Daphne said, clearly disgruntled. I thought my question made perfect sense, seeing as she has eight children. But then she told me that. He shook his head and held up a hand, and now he looked like he didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Don't tell me, I beg you. Oh, Daphne didn't know what to say to that, so she just clamped her hands together in her lap and shut her mouth. Finally, she heard Simon take a long, ragged breath and say, I know I'm going to regret asking you this. In fact, I regret it already, but why exactly did you assume I was, he shuddered, unable to perform? Well, you said you couldn't have children. Daphne, there are many, many other reasons why a couple might be unable to have children. Daphne had to force herself to stop grinding her teeth. I really hate how stupid I feel right now, she muttered. He leaned forward and pried her hands apart. Daphne, he said softly, massaging her fingers with his. Do you have any idea what happens between a man and a woman? Here we go. <laughs> you know, I don't really hate their their banter. Because they were friends yeah. before. Yeah. It's not like disgusting. No. And she, she's not like a stupid naive woman like she is naive but she understands that she is totally and, and she's she, like looking to fix it yeah, yeah exactly she's and, got a head on her shoulders yeah and in like a comedic way yeah. she's not like mommy is he going to smash my pie <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you smashed my, my pie, pie. like <laughs> you oh know. my god that's so funny uh, yeah, I don't hate her. No. But I might be speaking too soon. Well, in your standards, that's saying a lot. Yeah, it really is, hey? Yeah. I haven't a clue, she said frankly. You'd think I would with three older brothers, and I thought I'd finally learn the truth last night when my mother... Don't say anything more, <laughs> he said in the oddest voice. Not another word. I couldn't bear it. But... His head fell into his hands, and for a moment Daphne thought he might be crying. 
But then, as she sat there castigating herself for making her husband weep on his wedding day, she realized that his shoulders were shaking with laughter. The fiend. Are you laughing at me? She growled. He shook his head, not looking up. Then what are you laughing about? Oh, Daphne, he gasped. You have a lot to learn. <laughs> well, I never disputed that. Good girl. Good girl. Really, if people weren't so intent on keeping young women completely ignorant of the realities of marriage, scenes like this could be avoided. He leaned forward, his elbows resting on his knees. His eyes grew positively electric. I can teach you, he whispered. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Daphne's stomach did a little flip. Never once taking his eyes off hers, Simon took her hand and raised it to his lips. I assure you, he murmured, flicking his tongue down the line of her middle finger. I am perfectly able to satisfy you in bed. He just licked her finger? Yeah. I don't think any man has ever like taken my hand and just licked my index finger. No, don't do it. Don't. I don't want it. <laughs> that would make me feel really uncomfortable, I think. Like kiss it or like later on during the foreplay, if you were like sucking on a finger, fine. <laughs> but like right out of the gate, just licking my finger. She's like, what is sex? And he's like, <laughs> this just is licking sex. her hand. <laughs> She's like, uh, I don't care for it. <laughs> is this how you make children? Well, am I pregnant? Am I pergonaut? <laughs> Daphne suddenly found it difficult to breathe. And when had the room grown so hot? Oh, this is going to be so dramatic. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure I know what you mean. He yanked her into his arms. You will. Consent. Sexy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. It's you fine. Will. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Close your eyes. It's fine. <laughs> it was like being in Lady Trowbridge's garden all over again. This is when they made out heatedly in oh, a okay. garden. In a garden. In a garden. Oh, scandalous. Daphne thought wildly, except that this time there would be no interruptions. No furious older brothers, no fear of discovery, nothing but a husband, a wife, and the promise of passion. Great. Simon's lips found hers, gentle but demanding. With each touch, each flick of his tongue, she felt flutterings within her, tiny spasms of need that were building in pitch and frequency. Have I told you? he whispered. How enamored I am of the corner of your mouth. What? He likes the corner of her mouth. <laughs> what? Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a flex. I don't think he knows what sex is. <laughs> Fingers, mouth. Yeah, he's like, let me show you. Licks her index finger. The corner of your mouth is absolutely superb. Okay, sir. <laughs> Am I pregnant? <laughs> yes, you're Pugganaut. No, Daphne said tremulously, amazed that he'd ever even once examined it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I adore it, he murmured, and then went to show her how. His teeth scraped along her lower lip until his tongue darted out and traced the curve of the corner of her mouth. Ew. <laughs> It's so, like, weirdly specific. It's very weirdly specific. Yeah. It's if a guy was like, you know what I love about you? Your weenus. 
And then he just started licking your weenus. Like, <laughs> like looking at you expectantly. Yeah. He's like, turn around, babe. Let me examine your weenus. <laughs> For oh people God. that don't know, your weenus is um, the skin on your, your elbow. elbow. <laughs> you ever do that as a kid? You like pulled out your weenus yeah. and you're like, It tickled, and Daphne felt her lips spreading into a wide, open mouth to smile. Stop, she giggled. Oh, God. Never, he vowed. He pulled back, cradling her face in his hands. You have the most beautiful smile I've ever seen. Okay, well, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) You sound so disappointed, but you actually just gave this book a compliment. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, get your tongue out of the corner of her mouth, and yeah, just... It's nice. Comment on her beautiful smile. It's nice. That's really nice. Why do men never compliment you on your smile, on your eyes, like on things that are actually, that actually make you beautiful? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always about like, oh, your curves, your tits, your yeah, butt. It's always like the yeah. sexual organs. It's true. You know, it's your ass, your boobs, or it's either just like you're hot. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, tell me how. Tell yeah. me why. It's next level when a guy says, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, jizz in my pants right there and then. (laughs) Jizzing in your pants. And it's weird, but not a lot of guys say it. No. And when they do, and when it's unprovoked, like, literally out of nowhere. It's like a punch to the face. It really, yeah. It's like a love punch to the face. It's like, punch me in the face, babe. And then make out with me. (laughs) Yeah. And then titillate the corner of my mouth. And then lick my finger. And then eat my anus. (laughs) I meant to say eat my weenus. (laughs) Stop! I did. I fully did. I did. But then for some reason, my brain went to anus. Are you safe? We all know what's on Michaela's mind right now. (laughs) No! Eat my weenus. (laughs) Daphne's initial reaction was to say, don't be silly. But then she thought, why ruin such a moment? And so she just said, really? Really? Oh, why is he American all of a sudden? (laughs) American. Really? He dropped a kiss on her nose. When you smile, it takes up half your face. Simon, she exclaimed. That sounds horrible. It's enchanting. (laughs) Mikhail's giving me a really creepy (laughs) smile right now. And I think it's perfect for the vibe. Is it enchanting? It's enchanting. (laughs) (laughs) Distorted desirable she grimaced but somehow she laughed at the same time clearly you have no knowledge of the standards of female beauty he arched a brow as pertains to you my standards are the only ones that count any longer oh that's sweet wow that's cute i think i'm just not used to men being genuinely sweet Mm -hmm. this is true there's usually an alternative motive Mm -hmm. alternative motive ulterior motive alternative motive modem <laughs> Modem. Modest. weenus anus eat my anus weenus <laughs> don't touch my weenus wait that's what's body part is the weenus the weenus the weenus i feel weenus. like it's like your adam's apple oh okay i see that yeah i was thinking like middle of your back <laughs> <laughs> But middle the of, curve like the of back is, the back is still kind of sexy. No, the back is very sexy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that's. You don't think that weenus is a sexy word? I want to eat your weenus. 
We're getting so off topic. <laughs> no, it's the back of it's your the knee. back of your knee. It's your knee. It's the back of your knee. Yeah. For a moment, she was speechless. Then she collapsed against him, a torrent of laughter shaking both of their bodies. Oh, Simon, she gasped. You sounded so fierce, so wonderfully, perfectly, absurdly fierce. Absurd, he echoed. Are you calling me absurd? Her lips tightened to prevent another giggle, but they weren't entirely successful. It's almost as bad as being called impotent, he grumbled. Daphne was instantly serious. Oh, Simon, you know I didn't... She gave up trying to explain, but instead just said, I'm so sorry about that. Don't be, he waved off her apology. Your mother I may have to kill, but you have nothing to apologize for. Their banter is really adorable. It's really cute. Like, this is goals. Yeah, it really is. I I love it when sex can be... When there's, Uh, like, a lightness to it, it's a little bit comedic, you know? Absolutely. It's not a serious affair. Yeah. I... Yeah. I really love... I really love them. Wow. Yeah. I I ship it. I ship it so hard. Yeah. A horrified giggle escaped her lips. Mother did try her best, and if I hadn't been confused because you said... Oh, so now it's all my fault, he said with mock outrage. But then his expression grew sly, seductive. He moved closer, angling his body, so that she had to arch backwards. I suppose I'll just have to work doubly hard to prove my capabilities. Nice. Good line. (laughs) Nice. Smooth. (laughs) One of his hands slid to the small of her back, supporting her as he lowered her onto the bed. Hot. Daphne felt the breath leave her body as she looked up into his intensely blue eyes. The world seemed different somehow when one was lying down, darker, more dangerous, Mm -hmm. and all the more thrilling because Simon was looming above her, filling her vision. And in that moment, as he slowly closed the distance between them, he became her entire world. This time the kiss wasn't light. He didn't tickle. He devoured. He didn't tease. He possessed. Mm. His hands slipped under her, cradling her derriere, pressing it up against his arousal. Nice. Tonight, he whispered, his voice hoarse and hot in her ear, I will make you mine. You know, see, he earned that. He did earn it. I feel like a lot of guys just say it and I'm like disgusted by it. Yeah. But he earned that. Yes. He really did. You will own me tonight. Yeah. I will be yours. I will say he is the only hero that we have read Mm -hmm. who said that. And I was like, take me now. Everyone else, I was like, get the fuck away. Yeah. It's because you know their banter. Yeah. So you know it's not like, I, you are mine because you are a woman and I'm a man. It's more, there's a lightness to it. Yeah. You know their relationship. Yeah. You know that they perceive each other as equals. Yeah. She actually has a choice. It's safe. It's a safe environment and like you as the reader feels safe totally as well good job julia julia she's done well yeah daphne's breath started coming faster and faster each little gasp of air impossibly loud to her ears simon was so close every inch of him covering her intimately she imagined this night a thousand times since that moment in regent's park when he'd said he would marry her but it had never occurred to her that the sheer weight of his body on hers would be so thrilling. He was large and hard and exquisitely muscled. There was no way she could escape his seductive onslaught, even if she'd wanted to. 
Does that really make sense for the time that he was like a muscled man? Because like in this era, if you were of higher rank, weren't you kind of like a little bit bigger? And like if you were muscular, you like worked in the fields and you were like, like yes. isn't that usually what it was? Yes. But I feel like if you're younger, a lot of like upper class people would do like fencing or like riding sure, horses yeah. and stuff like that. So okay. they would be, I feel like it's some would be fit mm-hmm. and then some would probably not be fit. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're thinking more of like Marie Antoinette yeah. era. Yeah. Like more like. um They were more like gluttonous. like si- More like 1600s. Yeah. They were more gluttonous. Mm-hmm. Rich people ate a lot of food. But yeah. I think more in the 1800s, they were a little more active, I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because they always, in these, like, old-timey books, they're always, like, these beautiful, chiseled men. And mm-hmm. I'm like, they didn't work, though. They didn't mm-hmm. do anything. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Sure. Yeah. I can accept it. Well, and also a lot of the time, I feel like they probably write about maybe the exception to sure. the rule. They write about the one that, in this day and age, is the standard beauty. Yeah. So that we're satisfied. Yeah. The stable boy. <laughs> I want the field hand. Yeah. <laughs> with his rake. And his bales of hay. <laughs> That's why they always wanted those ones, though, because they were it's like true. the muscular men. Yeah, and then they were glistening in the sun. Yeah, they'd take their shirt off because it's too hot. Yeah, and then they'd show like their second nephew that they're supposed to marry, and he's yeah. like a rat thumb. Okay, this is why I really love. I haven't read the book, but the movie. Far from the Madding Crowd. I know you haven't seen it, but no. for our audience, that's why I love that book, mm-hmm. that movie a lot because in the end, she ends up with the shepherd that she knew her whole life. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, yes, everyone wants the shepherd. Yeah. Go for the shepherd. It is a trope. Yeah. It always happens. Yeah. The stable boy. We want the shepherd. We want the shepherd. We want the working class men. Yeah. But it's with, very accurate. With the rough hands. I want a rough-handed hands. man. Yeah. How strange it was to feel such titillating joy at being so powerless. He could do with her whatever he desired, and she wanted to let him. But when his body shuddered, and his lips tried to say her name, but didn't get beyond Daphne, (laughs) she realized that she possessed her own kind of control. Yeah, girl. He wanted her so much he couldn't breathe, needed her so badly he couldn't speak. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And somehow, as she reveled in her newfound strength, she found that her body seemed to know what to do. Her hips arched up to meet his, and as his hands pushed her skirts up over her waist, her legs snaked around his, pulling him even closer to the cradle of her femininity. My God, Daphne, Simon gasped, hauling his shaking body up on his elbows. I want to... I can't. Daphne grabbed at his back, trying to pull him back down to her. The air felt cool where his body had just been. I can't go slow, he grunted. I don't care. I do. His eyes burned with wicked intention. We seem to be getting ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Daphne just stared at him, trying to catch her breath. He'd sat up, and his eyes were raking across her body as one of his hands slid up the length of her leg to her knee. First of all, he murmured, we need to do something about all of your clothes. Daphne gasped with shock as he stood, pulling her to her feet along with him. Her legs were weak, her balance non-existent, but he held her upright, his hands bunching her skirts about her waist. He whispered in her ear, It's difficult to strip you naked when you're lying down. One of his hands found the curve of her buttocks and started massaging her in a circular motion. 
So shuckles. So shuckles. So shuckles. On her butt. He's like kneading her butt. Yeah, wash on, wash off. <laughs> Working at the, the car wash. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Working at, at the, the butt wash. Yeah. Throwback to Shark Tale. I love Shark Tale. So good. So good. The question, he mused, is do I push the dress up or pull it down? Daphne prayed that he wasn't expecting her to actually answer his questions, because she couldn't make a sound. Oh, he said slowly, one finger slipping under the rib-boned bodice of her dress. Both. And then, before she had even a moment to react, he'd pushed her dress down so that the entire garment encircled her waist. Her legs were bare, and were it not for her thin silk chemise, she would have been completely naked. <gasps> chemise. Shimmy de chemise. Shimmy a chemise, Daphne. <laughs> now, this is a surprise, Simon murmured, palming one of her breasts through the silk. Not an entirely unwelcome one, of course. Silk is never as soft as skin, but it does have its advantages. I love this like weird play by play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's kind of funny, like I'm laughing at it. Yeah. So I, I don't hate it. Absolutely. <laughs> Daphne's breath fled as she watched him slide the silk slowly from side to side, the sweet friction causing her nipples to pucker to pucker and hold in. To the pucker Causing her nipples to pucker and harden. I had no idea, Daphne whispered her every breath sliding hot and moist across her lips. Simon went to work on her other breast. No idea of what? That you were so wicked. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Simon's a wicked man. Simon, you're so wicked. So I was sat there. <laughs> Simon, you're so wicked, yeah? Where'd you live? Where do you live? Sorry. Sorry. Where, Where do, do you live? live? You're so wicked. Sorry. You, you are, are so wicked. wicked. <laughs> Aaron, where are you? Aaron. He smiled, slow and full of the devil. <laughs> Michaela, you're in this book. You made a cameo. I made an appearance. <laughs> His lips moved to her ear, whispering, you were my best friend's sister, utterly forbidden. What was I to do? Daphne shivered with desire. His breath touched only her ear, but her skin prickled across her entire body. I could do nothing, he continued, edging one strap of her chemise off her shoulder. Except imagine. This tease is so good. Mm-hmm. I, I love it when a man talks. Yes. It's like so you good. do. Why can't they just do all the work? <laughs> Men, please do all the work. Yeah. Like, you like to mansplain in real life. Mansplain in bed. Mansplain in the bedroom. Just do it. You just can do it. it. Just try it. Try it one day. Just we're, try it. <laughs> we're giving you the opportunity. Yes. To flex your, to cock strut your masculine. <laughs> take advantage. Yeah, take advantage. You thought about me, Daphne whispered, her body thrilling at the notion. You thought about this? His hand at her hip grew tight. Every night. Every moment before I fell asleep, until my skin burned and my body begged for release. Daphne felt her legs wobble, but he held her up. 
and then when I was asleep, he moved to her neck, his hot breath as much of a kiss as the touch of his lips. That's when I was truly naughty. Wow. He'd touch himself. You naughty, naughty, naughty man. A moan escaped her lips, strangled and incoherent and full of desire. The second chemise strap fell off her shoulder, just as Simon's lips found the tantalizing hollow between her breasts. But tonight, he whispered, pushing the silk down until one breast was bared, and then the other, Tonight, all of my dreams come true. Ugh! Simon! Why is is this so hot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's because he earned it. He earned being able to say these things. Absolutely. He did it. He did it. Julia Quinn, your banter, your dialogue yeah. is one of the best we've ever read. Yeah, she really she really did well with this relationship. Absolutely. And I'll say that like the sexual descriptions that we've had so far are very average. Mm-hmm. Like it's very classic. We've yeah. read a ton of it, like it. It's nothing exceptional. No. It's the dialogue it's that dialogue. makes this scene really good. Yeah, it's the wittiness. Yeah. Freaking love good banter. Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's literally so it's good. half the battle. Yeah, it really is, hey? All right, give me more. I will give it to you, baby. Yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. 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 Aaron. Where do you live? Where do you live? <laughs> Daphne had time only to gasp before his mouth found her breast and fastened on her hardened nipple. Yes. This is what I wanted to do in Lady Trowbridge's garden he said. Did you know that? She shook her head wildly, grabbing onto his shoulders for support. She was swaying from side to side. Got me singing side to side, side to side. Barely able to hold her head straight. Spasms of pure feeling were shooting through her body, robbing her of breath, of balance, even of thought. Of course you didn't, he murmured. You're such an innocent... With deft and knowing fingers, Simon slid the rest of her clothes from her body until she was nude in his arms. Gently, because he knew she had to be almost as nervous as she was excited, he lowered her onto the bed. His motions were uncontrolled and jerky as he yanked at his own clothing. I like that this is difficult for both of them. Yeah. Usually in these sex scenes, the guy is like the know-all. Yeah. He just like does it. It's easy, second nature. And the woman's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. They're both in this scene very like flustered. And you can tell that they're both really into each other. This is is accurate. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. His skin was on fire, his entire body burning with need. Never once, however, did he take his eyes off her. You know, I just have to say, the sexiest thing I think that I find in sexy books is mm-hmm. when they describe what the guy is feeling mm-hmm. and how the woman makes him feel. Mm-hmm. Not like what the woman feels like feeling-wise in her yeah. body. You know, yeah. I like it when they describe how she makes him nervous, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, I agree fully. Yeah. Because even when, like, I'm in sexual situations, I just... It's such a turn on to watch the other person be attracted yeah. by what you're doing. Because I know I know how I feel. I know yeah. how the woman's body feels yeah. in sex. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need a play-by-play of that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I want a play-by-play of what is going through his yeah, head and, and the like, other mindset. how sexy he finds her. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally. what I want. I'm on board. High five. Oh, God. Uh, that was my ass. No! 
It's my anus. My weenus. My weenus. <laughs> she just smacked the back of my knee. <laughs> uh, my weenus. Uh, no. Babe, no. my weenus. Where do you live? Where do you live? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. She lay sprawled on the bed, a temptation like none he'd ever seen. Her skin glowed peachy smooth in the flickering candlelight, and her hair, long since released from its coiffure. Words. I like try. I started saying it in a French in French, but then I switched to English halfway through, so I said it weird. Okay, do it in French. And her hair, long since released from its coiffure, mm. fell around her face in wild abandon. Wow, France de France. France de France, oh la la, baguette. <laughs> Mi-poo-poo. Mi-poo-poo. <laughs> His fingers, which had removed her clothing with such finesse and speed, now felt awkward and clumsy as he tried to make sense of his own buttons and knots. Cute. As his hands moved to his trousers, he saw that she was pulling the bedsheets over her. Don't, he said, barely recognizing his own voice. Her eyes met his, and he said, I'll be your blanket. Will you light my candle? That was very Rent vibes. (laughs) Rent vibes for sure. I'll be your blanket. He peeled the rest of his clothing off, and before she could utter a word, he moved to the bed, covering her body with his. He felt her gasp with surprise at the feel of him, and then her body stiffened slightly. Shh, he crooned nuzzling her neck while one of his hands made soothing circles on the side of her thigh. Crooned is a good descriptive word. That's it. That's all I got. Put your hand on my shoulder. Yep. Trust me. I do trust you, she said in a shaky voice. It's just that. His hand moved up to her hip. Just that what? He could hear the grimace in her voice as she said, Just that I wish I weren't so utterly ignorant. A low rumble of a laugh shook his chest. Stop that, she griped, swatting him on the shoulder. I'm not laughing at you, Simon insisted. I love them. Yeah. Ah. Couple of the year. Yeah, goals. You're certainly laughing, she muttered. And don't tell me you're laughing with me because that excuse never works. I was laughing, he said softly, lifting himself up on his elbows so that he could look into her face, because I was thinking how very glad I am of your ignorance. He lowered his face down until his lips brushed hers in a feather-light caress. I am honoured to be the only man to touch you thus. Wow. Her eyes shone with such purity of feeling that Simon was nearly undone. Truly? she whispered. Truly, he said, surprised by how gruff his voice sounded. Although honour is most likely only the half of it. She said nothing, but her eyes were enchantingly curious. I might have to kill the next man who so much as looks at you sideways. (laughs) Michaela just came. Simon, we oh, love Simon. you, Simon. Oh my God. I just, I love it when a man is obsessed with me. 
<laughs> I really do. I think it's the biggest turn on ever. Yeah. So that line just really got me going. Okay. Anyways. To his great surprise, she burst out laughing. Oh, Simon, she gasped. It is so perfectly, splendidly wonderful to be the object of such irrational jealousy. Thank, ah! thank you. Good response. That yes. was good. That yes, was Daphne. so good. Yes, Daphne. Oh, she's on it. You'll thank me later, he vowed. And perhaps, she murmured, her dark eyes suddenly far more seductive than they had any right to be. You'll thank me as well. Simon felt her thighs slide apart as he settled his body against hers, his manhood hot against her belly. Yeah. I already do, he said, his words melting into her skin as he kissed the hollow of her shoulder. Believe me, I already do. Never had he been so thankful for the hard-won control he had learned to exert over himself. His entire body ached to plunge into her and finally make her his in truth. But he knew that this night, their wedding night, was for Daphne, not for him. This was her first time. He was her first lover, her only lover, he thought with uncharacteristic savagery. And it was his responsibility to make certain that this night brought her nothing but exquisite pleasure. He knew she wanted him. Her breath was erratic, her eyes glazed with need. He could hardly bear to look at her face, for every time he saw her lips, half open and panting with desire, the urge to slam into her nearly overwhelmed him. So instead he kissed her. He kissed her everywhere. No, slam into her! <laughs> Patience, Grasshopper. I've been so patient, though. <laughs> This is good, Michaela. I know, it's so good. This is good that you're, like, impatient for the I'm sex. I'm impatient. This I, has never happened. I Michaela's know. begging for the sex. I don't beg. But when it comes to Simon. <laughs> when it comes to Simon. <laughs> he kissed her everywhere and ignored the fierce pounding of his blood every time he heard her gasp or mule with desire. And then finally, when she was writhing and moaning beneath him and he knew she was mad for him, he slipped his hand between her legs and touched her. Yes. The only sound he could make was her name, and even that came out as a half-groan. She was more than ready for him, hotter and wetter than he'd ever dreamed. But still, just to be sure, or maybe it was because he couldn't resist the perverse impulse to torture himself, he slid one long finger inside her, testing her warmth, tickling her sheath. Okay, long finger was weird. <laughs> yes, and tickling her sheath yeah. was also a little weird. I really thought of like Slender Man. Absolutely. Like, long ass oh my weird God. fingers. Yes, 100%. Like Simon, she gasped, bucking beneath him. Why is your finger so long? <laughs> it's so creepy, Simon. <laughs> Slender Man. <laughs> Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender Man. <laughs> Is that you? Is this Slender Sloth? Where do you live? <laughs> we're disgusting I hate human us. beings. Already her muscles were tightening, and he knew that she was nearly to completion. Abruptly, he removed his hand, ignoring her whimper of protest. <gasps> mean. He used his thighs to nudge hers further apart, and with a shuddering groan positioned himself to enter her. This m may hurt a little, he whispered hoarsely, but I p promise you, just do it, she groaned. 
her head tossing wildly from side to side. We love Daphne so much. I'm a Daphne fan. You are a Daphne fan. I'm a Daphne fan. And so he did. With one powerful thrust, he entered her fully. He felt her maidenhead give way, but she didn't seem to flinch from pain. Are you all right? He groaned, his every muscle tensing just to keep himself from moving within her. It's odd and a bit disappointing. She nodded, her (laughs) breath coming in shallow gasps. It feels very odd. (laughs) Get the fuck out. She said it. She fucking said it. She said it. What is this? Love is blind? This is what love is blind wanted to be. Yeah, that's that's real. (laughs) Comparing this and love is blind. Love is blind is a zero compared to this book. Obviously. It has like these weird comparisons. Like you can whatever. But. So funny. She freaking said it. I freak. I'm a. I know all. Yeah. I knew it. Are you psychic? I am psychic. Are you an empath? She can see into the future. 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 It feels very odd, she admitted. But not bad, he asked, almost ashamed by the desperate note in his voice. (laughs) She shook her head, a tiny feminine smile touching her lips. Not bad at all, she whispered. But before, when you, with your fingers. Even in the dull candlelight, he could see that her cheeks burned with embarrassment. Is this what you want? He whispered, pulling out until he was only halfway within her. No, she cried out. Then perhaps this is what you want. He plunged back in. Oh my god. (laughs) She gasped. Yes, no, both. He began to move within her, his rhythm deliberately slow and even. With each thrust, he pushed a gasp from her lips, each little moan the perfect pitch to drive him wild. And then her moans grew into squeals, and her gasps into pants, and he knew that she was near her peak. He moved ever faster, his teeth gritted as he fought to maintain his control as she spiraled towards completion. She moaned his name. And then she screamed it. And then her entire body went rigid beneath him. She clutched at his shoulders, her hips rising off the bed with a strength he could barely believe. Finally, with one last powerful shudder, she collapsed beneath him, oblivious to everything but the power of her own release. Against his better judgment, Simon allowed himself one last thrust, burying himself to the hilt, savoring the sweet warmth of her body. Then, taking her mouth in a searingly passionate kiss, he pulled out and spent himself on the sheets next to her. Oh, gentlemen. Because <laughs> he doesn't want children. Yeah, and he lied to her about it. Nice. That's the end of the sex scene. That's it? Yeah, and then it's like Things a week happen. later. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Round of applause, everyone. Round of applause. That's Simon energy. Simon is this. Yeah. The biggest club. <laughs> but not even because he's large, just because he has the energy. He has, he has big the dick energy, energy. Yeah. But like good big dick energy. Wow. Wow. That was so good. I think that this is. Well, okay. No. The book that had my name in it. Mikha- uh, Renegade. Renegade. 
um, yeah, by Laura Lee, had me like in it. I was yeah. listening. Like, yeah. Full. I didn't zone out at all. Yeah. This one had me in it. Nice. Like a lot of books I find that I kind of zone out half. Like it's just, it's too much of the same. I get really yeah. annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gets pissed off. I get fucking pissed. Fucking her cat. There's things happening. She's fucking your cat. <laughs> but this one, I was like in it to win it the Absolutely. whole time. Absolutely. And I could visualize it. I could picture it. Yeah. It's because she's a good writer. Mm-hmm. She is a good writer. The dialogue was so good. The dialogue was impeccable. Yeah. Compare this to Unearthed. <laughs> Dialogue-wise. Off. <laughs> Bed. <laughs> On. Away. I don't know. I don't really remember what they said, but... Wow. Wow. Another round of applause for Julia Yeah, Quinn. we need another one. <laughs> Julia Quinn. And you know what? I still don't think I'm going to watch the series. No. I think it's going to ruin it for me. Yeah, don't watch the series. I would say if you want to experience the... Just read the book. Just yeah. read the book. Yeah, like I probably won't do that either. But yeah, I you know did, the sex scene. I'm going to leave vibe. this as it is and I don't want it tainted. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Maybe at some point I'll watch the, just the sex scene because I just want to see what mm. they did with it. Mm-hmm. I understand now when you're like, oh, in the in the TV show, it was just jackhammer and done because it's kind of described like that. That that like, is like she's sex like scene. just do it, it's and then jackhammer and done. Yeah, he goes yeah. in a few times and then it's it. But like in a book, you can get away with it because you have the, all the dialogue and yeah. it seems longer than it actually is. Yeah, exactly. But in real life, when you're actually saying these things, it's yeah. The sex scene was probably like five minutes. Yeah, they needed more. Yeah, but wow, that was a really good scene. That was awesome. Yeah. Love is Blind had me feeling a way about Regency. Mm-hmm. This restored my faith. <gasps> wow. Julia Quinn. Julia Quinn. She did it. She deserves a trophy for that alone. She really does. I'm happy that this sex scene didn't disappoint. Like, there's a reason there's hype. Of course. There's yeah. a reason there's hype over Julia Quinn. Mm-hmm. I know that Andre said Connie Mason was the queen, but I think Julia Quinn is honestly, she's the queen of like Regency stuff. Mm -hmm. Like all her books is like Regency. Yeah. Well, she's the next Jane Austen. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) No, nobody can compare to Jane Austen, but. Yeah, but Jane Austen isn't even like, I wouldn't. They're in their own league. Like, yeah, she's like, she's her own thing. Yeah. I wouldn't put her in the same boat as no. Julia Quinn. No. Julia Quinn is, is she's got so much Regency stuff, and like this is a whole series, and there's mm-hmm. eight children in this family, so wow. there's like there's lots of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. good job, Julia. Yeah, I'm really leaning towards like a nine. Same. I think it was very well done. Very well. And done. I feel like such a noob rating Bridgerton as a nine because <laughs> you know it, when it's mainstream, you're like I don't want to like it. Totally. But I really did like it. Yeah. It de- it deserves the hype, and we'll yeah. give you that. Yeah, I agree. It's a nine. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Slap my wayness. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Many things happened in this episode. Yeah, I'm but, here for it, guys. Hashtag never forget, Aaron. Where'd you live, Aaron? Sorry. Where, where do, do you, you live? live?